and episode started right now. This is how we're doing it this week. Just starting it right here? We're going. We're in. Okay, let's do it. Just roll so, it in. Guess who ate a fucking sack of shit last week? You did. The PGO parlay. Yeah, it did. And that's the thing, is we didn't even record last week, so I was like, and then I woke up that morning, I was like, oh, fuck, we got, like, uh, most of the games were on Saturday. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to quickly put out one, and yeah, it fucked up. It it seemed successful at the time. It did. Speaking of betting losses, me and you had a little side bet going. Me being yeah. a Brady guy, you being a Cards fan. I uh, I put some yep. money on my bucks, but I put them to cover the spread. Now, yeah. Brandon... I did, I did two even. I did two. As a Cardinals fan, I did as well. Here's a question. Yeah. D- d- did the Bucks cover the spread? No, they did not. Against, nope. Against fucking Trace McSorley. They did not. You know, sometimes I just hate life. Fun fact about that, that game. That was actually... That, that, um, that, uh, that game, that was actually J.J. Uh, Watt's last home game in the NFL. Ooh. It was his uh his his newborn daughter. It was her very first uh home game watching her dad play, and it was his final uh home game ever, so because he will retire at the end of the season. But he's he's playing out the season, right? Yeah, he's still gonna play out the season, but like he's yeah, he's done after this year. So why why does one do that? Why are you are announcing your retirement? Where there's still two yeah, games left. Exactly. And it, it, it brings me back to last year in the NHL, um, Ryan Getzlaff with the Anaheim Ducks. He played, you know, years, like over a thousand games, years, won a Stanley Cup with the Ducks. And then he puts out, you know, this is my final season. He plays his final game of the season. Well, his season, he mm-hmm. played at home with the Anaheim Ducks. But then the Ducks went on the road to play, like, I think two or three more road games to finish out their season. But he didn't go with. He wanted his last game to be on home ice in front of the fans. And and that's where he wrapped up his career. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like, Cardinals are, are like, bought, like their fourth bottom team in the league. So it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, why not just do it before your kind of last home game and just have that be your final thing? Like, why go out on the road and risk these other big injuries potentially like why not just end it at home in front of the fans and you know well, just I, have it be at that but i've i've never even been a fan of ending it on the road what i think kind of bugs me is i don't think like he just announced it the past few weeks right yeah it was just a couple of days ago like it was after it was I after think... the cardinals game like so yeah. no one even knew that was his final home game yeah, and then you're... he puts it out afterwards yeah, you're you're in season. I I think you'll wait. You either you either do the Kobe Bryant Big Poppy Derek Jeter, where you announce it before the season. Yeah, and say this will be my last, and then and then you kind of do your farewell tour or whatever. And that's the thing is, if you, you do did it after it. the season's concluded, but yeah. but to do it with two games left, it just kind of feels like the team's out of the headlines, and he's just putting himself in there to leave the league. Like I think, yeah. Well, and it's know, it's I even like if you, you did you it wait until the end of the year. Yeah, well, it's even like Once even Adam if he did it, gets in there. <laughs> well, it's even like even if he did it at the start of the season, then maybe come the trade deadline when the Cardinals are looking like they're not going to make the playoffs, you trade him to a contender. You do whatever you can to send him to a fucking Bills, Chiefs, 49ers, whatever, to to try and give him a chance at a ring at least. Because I feel like if the Cardinals knew he was retiring, he was gone. 
they would they would try to whatever, even if you get a seventh round pick back for him, at least give him the opportunity to go and play and try and win a championship. And maybe but, he didn't want think, that. But potentially, yeah. Which which could make sense with his new kid and whatnot. Maybe he doesn't wanna, you know, because maybe he wants to live in Arizona after he retires. Maybe that's where he wants to, you know, set up his place to raise his family and whatnot. And so maybe well, he doesn't, you know, when his child is still young and maybe saying their first words, taking their first steps. Maybe he doesn't want to be, you know, living in a hotel or whatever in, in Buffalo to play. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I see yeah. what you're saying. Maybe he just wanted to. Uh, Ride it out with with the Cardinals and and his boys that he's played with the last couple of years and kind of just ride off into his own sunset type of thing. And maybe I'm thinking too much into it, but I wonder if even he knew and probably surveyed the situation of okay, when my wife her due date is going to be about week fifteen to seventeen, right? No, his kid was born quite early into the season. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it was much earlier in the year. Yeah. But uh, yeah, fair, fair. Still to your point, though, I I guess the point I was getting at is kind of further on your point of like, I wonder if he kind of did the math of like, yeah, when he's getting traded, his wife is going to be the first two weeks of motherhood kind of thing. Yeah. Or even, going, even like, potentially he suffered an injury in, say, week 12, and he realized like, fuck, man, like, I, I can't keep doing this. And he just realized it's time to quit. Like... Yeah, there's just so many, so many things that could be the reason, could not be that we might never know. We can only speculate, which is what we love to do here, though. And that's what this is all about. Speaking of speculation, Derek Carr, where is he off to next? Yeah, he's uh, he's been benched for the final two games of the season. Devontae Adams is very he, he, he voiced his opinion, was very pissed off about uh, about the decision. But do you know who's very happy about the decision? Hmm. Mr. Will Collison, because guess who's starting, baby? Who who is starting? Patriots alumni Jared motherfucking Stidham, baby. Oh shit, that's right. We're talking Jared Studham behind Q. You're right. Killing it, baby. I think he lost his. Did he start against the Packers? I'm not too sure, actually. Was Carr benched in that game, or was he benched after that game? Not too sure. It's a good question. And we find out on ESPN.com. Yeah, no, Derek Carr played that game. Okay. Speaking, though, another quarterback has been benched now uh, for the season. Taylor Heineke. Yeah, I'm boycotting the NFL, honestly. Rivera sat down with the two and uh, said that Carson Wentz is going to be the the guy playing the final two games of the season, which is interesting because Washington is still in a playoff spot. They're still sitting in that last wild card spot. Are they so, in the spot still? Yeah, they're they're in the spot. They're they're seven seven and one, and then below them, you've got the seven and eight Seahawks, Lions, and Packers. And then you've also got the six and nine Panthers and Saints, who I would say those two are probably out because they would have to win outright, and all those other teams would have to lose outright. So, but like they're in the hunt with with three teams still chomping right behind them. So and, it's it's an that's... interesting move to go to Wentz, who hasn't played since. Well, Wentz didn't even play when he came back from that injury, so Wentz has, hasn't played since like week 
five or six. And essentially, that's declaring that if they make it to the playoffs, Wentz gets the nod. Yeah, Wentz is the guy, exactly. So that's Fucking it's an interesting. Why why are we giving Heineke the love? What is it? What is it? Why don't we like Heineke? It's it's tough. I mean, they you know their, their last couple weeks, like they tied the Giants in week thirteen. They had their bye week, and then they lose to the Giants in a huge game. And then last week they lose to the 49ers. So it's like it's tough because you know you give Heineke the nod. All right, he you know he did beat the Eagles in week ten. He lost to the Vikings week nine, but then it's like the teams he beat. He beat the Colts, the Texans, the Falcons, the the Bears, or no, maybe not the Bears, but like it's like he the teams he played weren't outstanding. But it's just kind of like when he needed to win the big games, he couldn't get it done. Type of thing. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. which, which I think is which maybe is... the biggest factor. I know, and it feels so unHeineke because he was known for. Coming in and winning those clutch games. Exactly. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how that that works for Washington. Because now it's like, if they go on to win and make the playoffs, it's like, all right, they made the right decision. But it's like, if they don't, then it's like, did you fuck up? Should you have stayed with Heineke? It's it's a tough one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's tough, tough, man. But, uh, yeah, we didn't record last week, so we, you know, we... We didn't really talk about the, the, the kind of Christmas games going into that uh, that week. Nothing, I wouldn't say anything too, you know, crazy, like anything kind of out of the water. Um, we didn't touch on a week 15, the, the insane Minnesota Vikings comeback over the Colts. Down 33 nothing at, at half and come back to win 39-36. Biggest comeback Absolutely. in NFL history, actually. And you ready for this one? Yep. Against Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah. So Matt Ryan now holds the record for the biggest um like I don't I don't want to call from like the biggest comeback win in regular season history and just NFL history in general, and then biggest um comeback in Super Bowl history where he's on the losing end, and I think biggest comeback in uh what would he have been? Because he was with the Falcons at the time. So that would have been the biggest comeback in NFC championship game history of all time. And preseason. Like every single game you could imagine, he has been quarterback for the losing team and the biggest comeback in that uh, game. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's the ultimate loser. Yeah. Like sucks to say, he probably will go on to be a Hall of Fame quarterback, I think. Maybe. You think? What's up? Because he does have that MVP in there. And he was a, like, a stud for years type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, w- I would put him kind of on the, aside from Big Ben winning his Super Bowl, I'd say they were kind of like the same type of guy, you know? Yeah. Like, they weren't like the, the Tom Brady, the Aaron Rodgers, the Peyton Manning, but like they were like literally the thing right under them for years, and they just kept doing it over and over. And like those, I feel like with his resume, those big losses hurt, but I don't think it can take away from the career that he has put together. Plus, with the the MVP on top of it, type of thing. Yeah. So is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? 
I would say yes. I don't think he's, you know, first ballot immediately. Like as soon as he can get in, he's in. But I feel like eventually he will find his way in 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 there. All right. Don't know when, but someday I think he will find his his spot in there. Uh, but time time know. will tell. Time will tell for us to to see. Yeah. Um, other than that, like really, the games we missed nothing, nothing crazy, nothing big. Um, Zach Wilson uh, is done with the Jets. I don't know if you heard that. So they cut him. They didn't cut him, but he's inactive. So Mike yeah. White is now healthy. He's going to play. Joe Flacco is now the backup. And this came after the the Jets lost last week to the Jaguars, nineteen to three, in which Zach Wilson was abysmal. To the point where, hey, shout out, shout out Canada, former uh, CFL um, winning uh, Grey Cup champ, Chris Trevler came in in relief of uh, Zach Wilson there. Yeah, I heard that. And, and that's oh. a shame we are just talking about it now. So Winnipeg Blue Bomber, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he was the guy last year was with the Arizona Cardinals when Colt McCoy was injured going into that final game against the... Or no, not last season, but the season before, where it was like the Cardinals Rams. It's like winner makes the playoffs and losers done. Murray couldn't play because he had a he had a pretty bad hamstring injury. So Chris Strevler ended up playing that game. Didn't do very good. So then you know the Cardinals cut him for Colt McCoy, but now he finds his way with the Jets, and he actually he played pretty good. But yeah, he he played with the the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So. But that's interesting now, though. The, the Jets are going to look to trade Zach Wilson after this season. So so where do you think he lands? Who's looking for Zach and, Wilson? And that's the thing. It's like, and it, it's just like a repetitive thing. Like, however many years ago, like five years ago, the Jets took Sam Darnold third overall. And then they draft Zach Wilson second overall. So it's like, okay, we'll just send away Sam Darnold for whatever we can to whoever wants him. And now you're going to get the same thing where it's, you send Zach Wilson to wherever. Who basically they're going to send him to the highest bidder. They're mm-hmm. just going to try and get because they they have no leverage now. Yeah. So it's you send him to whoever is willing to give you the most back for, which is probably not going to be much. Unfortunately, and that's just bad drafting by the Jets. You know, and they were yeah. What, they, is that what we're calling it? Is is Wilson be. going down as a bad draft? Well, and it all started because he was like, he wasn't putting up godlike numbers. He wasn't doing good when he, you know, came back from his injury. But everything went downhill the moment he had that abysmal game against the Patriots. Yeah. And they asked him, do you think you let your defense down? He's like, no. It's like, dude, you didn't even throw for 100 yards. You threw like four interceptions and you couldn't even get points on the board. Like you couldn't get a field goal. So it's like. Fair. Yeah, like that was just kind of the nail in the coffin for him, I think, right there. Like, I don't, I think that bridge was burned and it wasn't ever, ever going to be able to repair. Like, that's just not a leader. That's not a guy you want leading your team moving forward. Fair Which enough, I, I'll give it I, to you. I do think he has skill and potential. Like, he's a second overall pick for a reason. Yeah. But I think he's got a lot of growing to do. So that's. Fair. That's something that'll be interesting to see uh, moving forward, though. Um, yeah. It's really, really all I got going into week week seventeen here. 
I'm just trying to look down the games here, see some big ones. Um, I'm trying to what what are the what are the most consequential games this week? Dolphins Patriots. That's a big one. Although I think Dolphins should be able to win that pretty easily. Um, Commanders Browns, of course, a big one. Um, Bengals Bills. That will be a huge Monday night that- matchup. Do you want to talk a little bit about that game? Yeah, I think the one game I want to talk about before that, because I feel like this one is is like the biggest, the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots. If the Dolphins win, I think they've secured their their playoff spot, that final wildcard spot. But if the Patriots win, they've got the same record. Like it's a it's a Patriots. If they win, they've got a really good chance to get in. And if they lose then they're done. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that, like that's going to be a huge game. And Tua, again, out with a concussion, is not going to be playing for the Dolphins. I think oh, Teddy oh, Bridgewater is no, no, he's got another concussion, oh. so he's out. So Teddy Bridgewater is starting. And the Dolphins have now lost four in a row. So, I mean... Let me just look up the odds here. Um... It's going to be a a good game, though. Like, everything's on the line for these two teams. Oh, man, that's going to be a good one. Also, same with uh, the Jets and the Seahawks. The Jets are 7-8, and even same with the Patriots. Same record, and then the Seahawks are... They've got one more loss to the Commander's tie. So that's a big game. Kind of that team that wins is... Still has a really good shot. The team that loses is probably done. Yeah. So it's like it's like two like playoff atmosphere type games almost. Yeah, and you know if the Patriots are able to beat the Dolphins and the Jets are able to beat the Seahawks, you know that really disrupts some stuff within that division. Yeah. No. Yeah. Literally. Like it's. Yeah. It's 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 exciting though. Like it's they're going to be two dogfight games where everything is on the line for for these uh these teams yeah um wow, that was gonna be a good one man you know i'm fuck, excited this even, is... even the the panthers and bucks the bucks to ha- they're not in the wild card but they've got that divisional ah. lead they're only if the panthers win they've got the same record and it's like oh hmm. dude i didn't even think of that Ooh. The, worst, the worst part is all well, i guess two of them are at the same time the other one's a an afternoon game but it's like three games that that could determine the entire playoff picture almost damn and the end like if the pats beat the dolphins and the dolphins miss the playoffs after starting out as like the top team in the league mm-hmm. and the dolphins are haven't won a game in december since their uh their coach mcdaniel wore that uh like i wish it was colder shirt have they not won since? They haven't won since. They've lost all four oh. games since he since he repped that oh shirt. That's so. That's so. He, he got he got a little cocky, and now oh, now they're they they can't seem to bio win. But it, it's oh. gonna be it's gonna be very very interesting uh, this week here, and I think I think we have to include all three of those games in the PGO parlay. Yeah, I, I was gonna we say we gotta pick our horse in the race. 
Yeah? I think we got to. Alright. It's bold this year. I was going to say, uh, are you, do you still have your account hooked up? Because uh, yep. uh, we might have to make the PGO parlay through you this year, there this week. Oh, I, I do every week with you. I ride it with you every week. Whoa, you ride the parlay as well? Okay, so we're out the same yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, yeah. Oh, I never knew. But yeah, the Monday night game is, is really big. Uh, Bills, Bengals, two teams that could very well go, go to the Super Bowl this year. Like, they're both top dogs, so. Yeah. That's also going to be a very good game. Lots of big games. Lots of huge games. This is a bit all right. I was I was kind of being a little a little down on down on everyone here. This is going to be a huge week. This is Pivotal a massive. Was. Yeah. It's it is crazy to think like you know in the playoffs there is like it's it's funny to think in both divisions the second in a division has clinched it. Yeah. And there are even, like... Even, even, are, third. even third in the division. Like the third Gi- that's clinched like, it? The Giants pretty much got it clinched with their 8-6-1. and Because that tie is now actually huge for them. Yeah, you're right. So, oh my god. Got the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants all from the same division that are that are in. Yeah, that's great. Oh, wow. So. So what division is that? That's that's a strong division, man. And to think a few years ago, that was one of the weakest divisions. Was it was it last year where the yeah, last was it? No. Yeah, was it last year where the commanders got in and they had a losing record? Yeah. They were like they were like seven, eight and one or something like they Yeah, that they got in with a losing record. And now sudden it's like, boom. Potentially all four teams could be in. Like that's crazy. That's wild. But week seventeen, PGO Parlay. What what are we feeling here? All right. So what are odds? I don't have the odds in front of me right now. Well, it depends. Depends which games. Um. All right. I'm I'm going through here. So Miami, New England. So New England does have the favorite here with the two and a half points. Yeah. I yeah, don't with Eddie Bridgewater out. I just, oh, I just don't know, man. I struggle with that. I struggle with that. That's so tough. My, my thing is, I'm not, we're not, well, I feel like it's you and I, but I'm going to just say me. I'm not sold on Mac Jones 100%. However, I am sold on the Patriots defense. And I feel like Teddy Bridgewater now coming into play after, you know, basically being on the bench all year. I feel like the Patriots defense is going to be the X factor here and they're going to they're going to they're going to win it for the Patriots. All right. I'll you know I'll, I'll give it to you on that. So do we want I, to take the Pats straight up or do you think we trust I, them with I the like, two and a half? I like I like Pats just straight up. Yeah. So I feel like it could be the type of game to go to overtime potentially. Mhm. But I just like the Patriots straight up just to for for safety's sake type of thing. That's fair. Now, another game that's interesting is Bucks panthers that we were talking earlier. Darnold has come back and is really proving he's no slouch. Yep. That he has. But my thing is... What's your thing, Brandon? This is basically a playoff game right here. And you've got Tom Brady playing. 
That's the X factor. I don't know how you can't just take Tom Brady, man. <laughs> like, he's just in potentially what could be his final season. I don't think he'll let. I don't think he'll go out on this season. It's just been too chaotic. That's the thing is, I don't either. But everyone's like, no, he's done after this. Year. I'm like, he gave up his. Like, he lost his fucking wife for one more season. The like, FTX no. deal. And every interview, he said like. I could go 10 more years. Like, I've got no plans to retire. He might not play for the Bucks next year, but he's, but this isn't his last season. Yeah. But it's Tom Brady in a playoff atmosphere game. I don't see him losing. I really don't. He'll rush for 100 yards if he has to. I don't know if he's... Dude, well, what did he make? He got away. in rushing mark, what, 20 years into his career? Yeah. Like, he he barely runs. He got it 20 games into his career. Yeah. But I don't see how... I, I, I can't take the Panthers. Yeah. Now, do you, do you trust uh, Bucks being able to put up three and a half? I don't know. I think it could be a field goal game. Yeah. The Panthers do have a good defense. Well, not a good, but like it, it is like they, they can force turnovers and make big plays. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm more on the Bucks just straight up, I think. Yeah. And then the, the other one, the, the Jets and the Seahawks. So now it's Mike White versus Geno Smith. Who would have thought that'd be the matchup? Who would have thunk? And that's a that's a tough one. That's yeah. I think that's the toughest out of, out of the three to pick. Yeah, yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll agree with you on that one. I think I wanna I wanna say the Jets. They're the one and a half favorite from what I'm looking at here. Yeah. Um, but I just <sighs> you're betting you're like we're you know people go to the battle of the two backups, but it's really. Yeah, exactly. And Gino has been starting for longer. Yeah, and they've proven they can be the starters. But Gino's proven that longer. Yeah. But when Mike White is played, he has big games. He does. Yeah, but who are are the big games against? What weeks did he play? Um... Let me check here. We got uh, got our boy Mike White. Who did he uh, Who did he take on when he played? Put up big games. So he played the Bills, which they lost. They played the Vikings, which they lost. Yeah, I'm trying to they think who their coaches are. Bears, which they won. But like every game he plays, he's putting up like 250 plus yards. He's putting up huge numbers, but like. We're talking Pete Carroll. Yeah. In a, We're yeah. talking a guy in, that... In a playoff-like atmosphere. And years in the league of working against young, up-and-coming quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah, that's his brand. I, I'm almost tempted to take Seattle on the underdog, even maybe taking them with the points, or maybe just straight up to get those extra extra odds. I like Seattle just straight up, honestly. You're yeah, right. I'm, You're I'm right. Little... Carol. To me, that feels like the X factor, the game planning yeah. that's going to go into and this that's game. That's what we're talking about, the X factor. Pete Carroll's the X factor. 
I, I like Seattle. Urban Meyer. Yeah, there Urban Meyer. There we go. There we go. Got him. I got him. Um, so so far we've got Patriots straight, Bucks straight, and Seahawks straight. Any other uh, games you're looking at, and you're like, "Fuck, gotta gotta ride it." No, gotta rides. There's a lot of close ones. Uh, I think you gotta take Chiefs over over Broncos. That's yeah, a good... that's a big spread to cover. I'm just doing. I would just say Chiefs straight. Straight up, that's fair. Uh, Chargers. Although you know we rift, this is the part of the season where Chiefs no longer need the wins. That is true. Well, they've clinched. They have, but they're tied with the Bills right now, with two weeks left. Don't want home field. They're, oh, and, and the bye. How huge is that first round bye to just rest up? True. Good point. So they're they're gonna be balling out still. They'll be balling. All right. All right. Uh, what about the Chargers over the Rams? I like that. But that's. The Chargers are doing good. They're, they've now got the stuff in the playoff spot, but, you know, Baker's been making it work with the Rams. He just dropped 51 mm-hmm. points last mm-hmm. week. All right. I'll I will say you. I like the, the Jaguars straight over the, the Texans. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that action all day long. I, I, I've really liked what I've seen from the Jags this year. Um, could probably even do 49ers straight over the Raiders. Not even with uh, Studham in there? Nah, dude. Dude, it's the 49ers, dude. Purdy's been putting on a clinic. They got a great defense going. Buddy, Stiddy's about to put on a clinic like you've never seen before. He will, but he'll, he'll lose. Now, interesting, though. What the fuck is with the Vikings? How are they the underdog again? Because they're... Th- they're the like, worst get, good team. You say it every week, Brandon. I mean, you say yeah, it every week. Like, they're playing the Packers, and but it's just like the Vikings are twelve and three. How do you have them as the under underdog against the seven and eight Packers, though? Like it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me how they're such like they've got a good record, but it's like they're always the underdog, always, always. Because of what we saw last week. I mean, you know, oh fuck yeah. I mean, yeah. I would yeah, take Eagles. Over want, you want to touch Saints. that game? Pardon? I would take Eagles over Saints. Yeah, that's fair. Well, no, because Jalen Hurts, it's unsure if he's playing. And right? they've clinched, so they yeah. won't play him if it's unsure. Yeah, they. Oh, and that's the thing, because yeah, no, they'll 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 play him in Week 18 if they have to to secure that first round bye. But yeah. if he's not ready, they're not gonna they're not gonna push it. And and why would you? Why would you? Exactly. I almost just like it where we've got it with Patriots, Bucks, Seahawks, Chiefs, Jaguars, and 49ers. We've got six teams there. I'm happy you, with that. You throw throw a five ski on it. Return of $57. I don't, I don't mind that. That's big money moves right there. I don't mind that. We've got like kind of our three safe picks. And then our three of the, the big games of the week. The, you know, the kind of the playoff games type of thing. Scary ones. I like that though. I like that uh, that parlay for us. Oh, that's good. I like that too. All right. Well, that'll be our week seventeen PGO parlay locked in. 
locked in and ready to rock, baby. Ready to go. Ready to finally make a hit. That kind of wraps up uh, football. I'd say dude, uh, World Juniors is going on right now. We're getting into the playoff portion soon. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, from the time any, of recording, we've got the final, final games of the round robin going on tomorrow. Who's that? Um, let me just pull it up here. There's, there's been like it's been a fucking crazy World Juniors so far. Um, so tomorrow on the thirty first, starting off earlier in the day, we've got the Czech Republic or Czechia as they're now called playing Germany. Um, oh, that's the second game. Fuck, my bad. The first game is Switzerland versus Slovakia. Okay. Then Czechia versus Germany. Then the United States versus Finland. And then Canada taking on Sweden. All right. Uh, very, very big games, notably the, the game between Finland and the United States, and then Canada versus, uh, versus Sweden. But it is what worth are... noting, which is gonna, would be an absolute shock um, to, to, to everyone, if... The and, and and it'll be really cool going down into the Canada-Sweden game because that's the last one. But if Czechia beats Germany, which they should, and then Canada beats Sweden, Czechia will actually finish as the number one team in uh, Group A there. When going in, everyone thought it's either going to be Canada or Sweden. Like, it has to be. They've been the top dogs for years. But yeah. it goes back to that, that very first game where Czechia beat, uh, beat Canada 5-2. And that could and come wonder. back to uh, put them in, in the number one spot should Canada uh, beat, beat Sweden. And I wonder if that's really haunting Canada now. You know, because they did come pretty slow in that first game, eh? Oh, yeah. And, and the biggest thing, and it goes back to... Um, you, or that's the game you were texting about. We were, we were texting back and forth while we were watching it. Uh, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you remember in the first period. It was like in the first 10 minutes... Um, Fantilli and Bedard both went for like the Michigan goal, like wrapping yeah. it around uh-huh. high net. And so Jeff O'Neill ripped them for saying like that. You know, that's just kind of a selfish play for these guys. Like they're just trying on the big stage, trying to get the big goals rather than you know playing the team game and just trying to get goals and win. Which mm-hmm. looking back, I mean, they lost five two, and it's they lost the game. And then it's um. Uh, Dylan Gunther, who personally, in my opinion, should be the captain of Team Canada over Shane Wright. Um, oh, yeah. But, but Gunther said in his interview afterwards, he said, like, straight up, like, he, he didn't call him out specifically because you don't want to do that to your boys. But he said, yeah, like, we're not going to Michigan our way to the championship. Like, we got to play as a team and, and play, play to win as a group. We can't be selfish out here trying to do it ourselves. And I was like, I agree. Yeah. You got you got to play as a team, and they were trying to get too flashy because, you know, Bedard's obviously going to go number one in the draft. Fantilli's either going to go two or three. It's he's right in there, but it's just like yeah, guys are trying to just you know showboat a little bit, get a little cocky, and try and get the the goals that everyone's going to clip and be talking about for years. And it's like, you know, if you if you tried to just play as a team, and maybe maybe you wouldn't have lost that first game. Maybe you would already have that. That that number one seed in your group locked up. So, mm-hmm. um, and then it's even if even if Czechia loses, 
Um, and then Sweden beats Canada. Canada finishes three. Then first round, they die of the playoffs. They either have to play the the loser of Finland and the United States, a team that finishes in second. Mm. Unless Slovakia beats Switzerland, and I guess yeah, if Slovakia wins, they're either going to finish. Um, they would finish second. Yeah. So, a lot of lot of matchups still be determined, but yeah, I think it, it, a lot of it goes back to that first game for Canada. I think just and and you watch a game like they didn't really look like a team as much. No, no, not at all. It was a lot of individual. Like a guy would get it, he would try to through like everyone and score rather than taking it wide and trying to pass it and, and work out a system. And hmm. So. It felt like 25 guys or however many trying to up their draft capital. Exactly, exactly. And the toughest part is, well, not, I, I, I want to say tough for the goalie um, in that game against uh, Czechia, um, Goudreau. But he, he's mm. actually, he was drafted by San Jose, I think, two years ago. So he's already been drafted. Like, he's already in the NHL, like, or on a team like he's not fighting for a draft position like the other goalie yeah but he got no fucking support from the team mm-hmm. like they were they were all about offense careless in their own end like not playing defense you know leaving guys open letting guys screen the goalie and then Goudreau that's embarrassing for him in the first game to allow five goals and then you get pulled and it's like you know the one guy like he's you know at the end of the day he's like I'm already drafted like you know, I guess it is what it is, but that's that's kind of embarrassing. I feel like for a goalie, you know, you get the nod to be the starter, and and then I you get know. and then you get pulled. <laughs> I, I I agree. You got to support your goaltender, and I think I wonder with and maybe it's some arrogance. I and I hope not, but I would hope that there isn't this attitude of we're on Team Canada, we're winning the gold regardless. And I think that's what it is, though. So the memory I want to create is a viral moment. Exactly. Right, like I, I wonder if we've almost become spoiled of like if you're a Canadian and you make the World Junior team, you're getting the World Junior gold to the point where it almost like does it mean that much to players anymore? Because you never even, see that in the Olympics, right? Like not even like you're getting you're guaranteed gold, but you're guaranteed to be in that gold medal game, whether you yeah. win or lose, you're gonna be in that game. Yeah, and I, and I I agree with you. I think a lot of that for Canada is now that precedent for all these guys is like, hey, we're here. Like, let's just have a good time. Shoot the shit. We're going to steamroll our way there. We're, we're a good team. Look at us. And well, not, not even shoot the shit, steamroll our way. But I wonder if it's like, hey, this is my I won't get remembered with a gold mem- medal around my neck. I'm going to get remembered for a Mich- Michigan goal. Exactly. Because that that would be clipped. And that would like that would be the talk to everything. Like, yep. even if even if Fantilli or Bedard scored that and Canada lost, that would be the talk of the game. Yeah, 100%. Like, Canada loses despite Bedard or Fantilli's, you know, one-of-a-kind goal type of thing. Yeah. And, and I, I agree, though. Because then, cause, cause once Canada got behind in that game, they weren't trying to pull that shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, they realized, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, we're in a game. Like, we can't hot-dog our way. Like, we're losing. And then the lead kept growing and growing where they're down by three. And it's like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. we didn't think this was going to happen. Yeah. 
So no, I I agree with you. I, th- I think there is some arrogance there, and you know, they kind of wanting the spotlight type of thing. Um, and you know, it, it came back to to bite him though. Like it really did. Hit him hard. It did. So Bit those those hard. are some those are big games though tomorrow. Like, so yeah. if Canada loses to Sweden, yeah, is Canada out? Nope they would they'll um, finish in the third seed. Okay. So then they'll play the second seed from Group B, which could be either Finland, the United States, Slovakia, or even Switzerland. If Switzerland mm. beats Slovakia and Finland beats the U.S., Switzerland would actually finish second and then would play Canada. Interesting. So that Group B is, is, is tough because any... Yeah. Because Latvia's are already uh, is already done. They've they've mm-hmm. played they've played all their games. Same with Austria and the other group. Those two teams will play their uh, their little series for for being relegated and being out of the World Juniors for next year. But in Group B, any four of the playoff teams could could finish in any position pretty much. I think except uh... Switzerland. I don't think Switzerland can jump up to first. Oh no! Shit, you know maybe they can. Because I don't know how the. Uh... No, I guess they couldn't. Because even if Finland lost, the U.S. would have beat them. So, so I guess Switzerland can only move up to, to second potentially. But still, all all teams are, are ripe for any position. Wow. So, and that's a, that's the great thing though, is how, you know, you look back, ten years. It's pretty much. Canada. Sweden, US, and and Russia, yeah, are kind of the big four. And now Russia's you know out for the next couple of years, but Finland is has been on the rise over the last ten years. They've won. Uh, I know they've at least won one gold. Um, but then even you know Czechia, Slovakia, Switzerland, fuck, even even Germany's starting to grow. Like mm-hmm. the game of hockey is growing, and it's it's and that's the thing. Like for Canada, it's not a you know, cakewalk, you're guaranteed to, to at least be in the gold medal game type of thing. Like, 100%. you gotta you gotta fucking work for it. And yeah. now, for Canada, if you want to get there, you know, you're gonna have to fight through either Finland and the US, Finland, Slovakia, US, Switzerland, US, Finland, like, you know, you're, you're gonna have to to fight your way to get there, so. Could we see... See what? Like a Canada US I'm, final? I'm, oh, I'm th- sorry, I'm just trying to start. Could we see Canada out of a medal game this year? 100%. Uh, you know what? You take Canada if yeah. Like you wow. could very you could very well see Canada not even in the bronze medal game. I think it was 2 years ago they finished 6th place out of 10. You know wow. they made it. They made it to the fifth place game, just below the bronze medal game, and they lost. Um, mm. So yeah, we we could very well see Canada not even not even in a medal game come come the finals. That's, like, that's crazy. A, that's to a, think that's about. a very realistic possibility. Yeah, yeah. And you know, for us as Canadians, it sucks, but at the same time, it's also cool just to see how much the game is growing across the world and these countries like. 
you know, Czechia, Slovakia, Switzerland that normally aren't in the the medal games, we could very well see them in the medal games and potentially even win them. Like, yeah, it's pretty much any team could win on any given night. I would almost say. Well, uh, Drysidel's from Germany, right? Yeah, and he, I think he was is a big factor on why hockey has grown so much in Germany. Well, exactly, and I, I forget who was saying this, but the other day I was out at the ODR and, and someone had a dry saddle jersey, and, and not not in a critical way, but someone was just saying to me in a cool sense of like, who would have thought 10 years ago one of the top-selling jerseys is a German? Yeah, I went to, uh, the, a couple nights ago, I went to the um, Battle of Alberta, the Flames and Oilers in Calgary, and I saw almost, I, I don't want to say for sure, but I might have seen more like dry sidle Oilers jerseys than McDavid jerseys. Oh, like I, it, it was very close, but it's, it's very well possible that I did. I am correct. Wow. Like, you know, there, there's a couple like Nugent Hopkins. Thankfully, I didn't see an Evander Kane jersey. So good on Oilers fans there. I saw a couple Zach Hyman, but I might have seen more dry saddle than McDavid's. Wow. Any Yakupov jerseys? Nope. Didn't see a single one. I saw a couple uh, I saw a couple Taylor Hall jerseys though. Oh, that's nostalgic. But but yeah, you look back ten years ago, you wouldn't think you know, you're thinking like top top three players in the NHL. You probably think two Canadians, maybe an American, maybe a a Swedish or a Russian. Would have never thought a German. Never but that's that's amazing though to see that for the game. Yeah. Because all those kids in Germany that are like growing up watching their their teams just getting dogged every in the World Juniors, they're like, and and it just kind of kills their confidence. Like you know, Germany, we're just not a hockey country. Like we can't do. But then all these kids, they see fucking Drysaddle, top a dude who won the, the Art Ross, the Hart Memorial, the Ted Lindsay. Like yeah, they're like fuck. If he can do it, why can't I? Yeah, and, and even if it's Germany's like getting better every year. Yeah, and even if they aren't getting dogged or something, at least they're in the frickin' tournament. Like we saw yeah. with uh, Switzerland in the World Juniors. Are they in it this year? Switzerland? Yep. Nice. Are they good this year? Yeah, they're, they're, they're in the plus. They could finish uh, second place facing Canada in the first round, potentially. Like, I just, I, like, everyone remembers that famous uh, soundbite from the coach. Oh, yeah. But it's like the next three years, they got better every year. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's especially at that, like that world junior level, growing a sport in a country, it's a real thing. Yeah. Well, even, what was it? Um, I guess, yeah, 2018. That was the, the first year when the NHL said, um, no, no NHL players are, are going to go to the Olympics this year. So you take all the guys in the NHL, like they're not in the equation. The best hockey players from around the world, the gold medal game, you obviously had Russia because they've got all these amazing Russian players in the KHL. Yeah. But Germany was in the gold medal game. And they were winning at one point, two to one. And they only ended up losing in overtime, three to two. Germany was a goal away from winning the gold medal in hockey. Yeah. In the Olympics. Yeah. Like, I get, you know, people always say, okay, there's the asterisk, like, NHL players weren't there. Who gives a shit? 
You take away NHL players and say, here's all the other best hockey players in the world. Germany was better than Sweden, Finland, the U.S., Slovakia, Switzerland, Canada. Mm-hmm. Like, so I wonder, like... And they went up there... against the, the big dog Russia who had all these studs still over in the KHL that didn't want to come in the NHL. Yeah, so so we know there's a there's a KHL. So is is there a German hockey league? Yep, yep, there is. So is that like is that where all this talent is imported from? Um a, a fair bit of it, yeah. Some of the guys, you know, do go, like the KHL is kind of like the Russia's version of the NHL like many Canadians go there Americans like all over the world. But but Germany does have their own hockey league, but So would you say the KHL is the next I would say the KHL is like the, the thing under the, the NHL type of thing. And it's like most of the guys that play in like the I don't want like I don't want to say they're bad because the guys in the you know the I don't know what, what the, the league is in Germany. Like I I'm not saying they're bad, but they're not there by choice type of thing. Some of them are. They just want to, you know, play in their hometown, live with their family and friends and whatnot. But, like, most of the guys in that league couldn't make it. They Potentially the KHL, but not the NHL. Well, I wonder, because I'm, I'm looking to set KHL stats. According to this website, from 21 to 22, like, there was only two German players in the KHL. Oh, really? Yeah. What like I, the, I was yeah, I was yeah, kind of looking up to be like, oh, I wonder if I wonder if like it's it's you know this league is heavily populated by Germans, yeah. right? Do you, have, do you have the names of the two guys? Um Leandro I said, I don't know. Uh Brooks Makek. Okay, I don't recognize that name. And Yegor Alanov. Yeah, I don't recognize that one either. Because I know for years like the only two before Drysad, like the only two big Germans in the NHL, actually both played on San Jose for a while. Was Marcel Gotch, who I think is now just back. He might even be retired now. Um, he was actually on that Olympic team for Germany the one year. Um, and then Thomas Grice, who is actually still playing in the league. I believe he's on St. Louis now. He was with the Islanders for a couple years. Uh, went to Detroit and now he's with St. Louis, but he's still in the NHL. Um, but yeah, like if, if not many Germans can even make the KHL, let alone the NHL, but yet when it came to the Olympics, they, they, I think they were the team that knocked out Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. All right. So here's a little finals. They knocked them out. Pop quiz for you. Yep. How many Germans are in the NHL? I mean, obviously Dreisaitl and Gray. So that's two. Um, there's one other guy. He's kind of a younger guy. I can't remember his name. So I'm, I'm going to include him. I can't remember his name, but I know he's in the league. And I would say for argument's sake, I would throw in at least five more. So I want to say eight, nine. I'm going to go with nine. Eight. Oh, was it? Eight. Fuck. Oh, oh, you said eight. Oh, I was oh. about to celebrate and then you switched it. I, oh. I was like, I was eight and I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I'm missing a guy. Nine. Shit. So what? Okay. So eight. So but look at that. You look back. So ten years ago, there's only two. Yeah, that's crazy. So Drysidle. Yep. Tim Stoltz. 
Yep. Oh, that's yeah, that's a guy I was trying to think of. Stutzlet, yep. John Peturka. Oh yeah, JJ Peturka, yeah. Um Moritz Sider. Yeah, Sider. Shit, I forgot. Yeah, he is German. Yeah. Nico Strum. Oh stir fuck. He's on San Jose. I should know that. Yeah. Lucas Rachel. Yeah. Reiko, yeah. Uh Greece. Yeah. And this is another goalie that's only played 13 games. Uh, Philip Gruber. Gruber. Grubar. Oh, shit. Grubauer. No, yeah, no. Grubauer. He was with, yeah, he was with Washington for enough. years. Uh, was really good with, with the Avs, and now he's the, the starting goalie for Seattle. Shit, I forgot about him. Oh, yeah, no. I should have known. Yeah, I, you know, I forgot. I, and that's the thing. It's those young guys like Paterka, who was huge in the World Juniors a couple years ago with Stutzel. And then, yeah, Marit Sider, he just won. And Marit Sider just won the, the Calder last year for best rookie in the league. He beat out all, uh, all Canadians, Russians, Swedish, Americans. Like, so Germans was, the next big rookie. thing in hockey, hey? Yeah, you know what? The Germans are, are up and coming in the NHL, yeah. Grubauer was a couple years ago argued as one of the top goalies in the league. Dreisaitl is, in my opinion, a top three player in the league. And Stutzel is a, a point-per-game guy in, in the league. He's drafted third overall. And then Paterka's up and coming. He, he hasn't had much you know, NHL experience, but from what he's gotten, he's, he's shown that he, he fits right in, and he's, he's no slouch. Like He deserves to be there. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're just hyping up Germany, but you know what? Rightfully so, because they've come a long way. Even yeah. um, even uh, Switzerland last year, um, uh, Roman Yossi won, or no, he didn't. He should have. He was robbed, and I will hold that forever. He was robbed of winning the Norris Trophy for the best defenseman in the league. And then fucking Slovakia. They had the, the number one and two overall picks in the, the draft last year. Two guys from Slovakia went one and two, like no Canadians or anything. Like it was Slovakian boys uh, were there. Huh. So. So what you're saying is Canada sucks at hockey. Canada's, yeah, they're starting to, yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying they, they, you know, they, they suck, but it's like. Probably the worst hockey they're, country. They're, they're not, they're no longer like head and shoulders above everyone with, say, Russia and the U.S., like, they're now blended in with Sweden, Finland, obviously Russia and uh, the U.S., but now Slovakia's up and coming, Switzerland, even Czechia, Germany, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's growing. Like, the and game I of think that's is a good thing. Globally. Oh, it's fantastic. It is, it's amazing to see this happen. Well, it just think... makes it so much more exciting when, you know, you, you get things like, um... Olympics or even the World Cup of Hockey when it comes back, which will be so exciting in three years to see how it grows, um, and even the World Juniors. Yeah, and it makes it. Um, this is actually I was talking to. I can't remember. It might have even been my brother a couple of days ago, but we were talking. I was talking about how whatever year it was two thousand and eighteen or seven. It might have been two thousand. Yeah, two thousand seventeen maybe or sixteen. When they, they did the when they brought the World Cup of Hockey back, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Sweden, Canada, Russia, Finland, the US. But then they just had Europe. 
And it was all the countries in Europe. They just picked the best players from that entire continent. And it was just Europe in there. Yeah. And But now you look at it and it's like, you could get away with, and, and if I'm wrong with my geography, I apologize, but I think I'm correct. But like, Czechia could be their own team in it now. Switzerland could. Germany could. Slovakia yeah. could. Like, you can now be like, you guys don't have to conform to your continent. You can represent your own country in it now because your country can actually have a chance to win it all mm -hmm. type of thing, which maybe is, is a little tough because World Cup, like, obviously Canada's going to have all the NHL players, Sweden will, but, you know, Germany's going to get all those guys still. Slovakia will. Uh, Switzerland will. Czechia will. So... They're, they're, they're going to be, I think, out, like, they're not going to be on the same skill level as the other teams. But yeah. I, think, I think they could still win on any given night with, you know, if they put in the effort. And much like the World Juniors, if Canada thinks, oh, let's just go for Michigan's because we're going to be in the, the gold medal game. They, they could get upset, I think. Mm-hmm. So it is. It's very, very exciting to to see the game grow and see all the possibilities. I I think moving forward. Yeah. Which is is incredible. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love to see it. Love it. God love, love it. Love to see it. And and it is good for the sport. It it is yeah, especially, um, like a, a sport that has been under so much of like the spot, like just on, on bad things. You know, just bad things young players have done and, you know, for Canada and like the world juniors and even just guys on their junior teams in the OHL and the WHL, like just making poor decisions. It's good to see some some positives from the game and see that it is still growing, um, you know, globally. So despite all the negative things, I th it's nice that we can still pull out some positives from from it all. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I don't know. I think any sport, when you got a bunch of rich white kids, you're going to get some bad PR. So to make it worldwide and get yeah. less Western whites in there, you know what, I think it's for the best. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, like, aside from the World Juniors, there's there's still a bunch to be decided, and we will make sure to cover cover all of that as it, it comes down the, the stretch for it. Um, aside from that, like the NHL, you know, they had their, you know, their their little Christmas break and whatnot. They've come back. Not nothing too crazy is really happening over there. It's kind of being overshadowed by the World Juniors at this time, as it does. Um, exciting f news for you, though. Normally, it's on January first where they have the. Um, I don't know what they call. It. I want to say it's called the Heritage Classic, but it might not be anymore. But the, the, the classic, you know, outdoor game um, mm -hmm. is usually on, on New Year's Day. So everyone, you know, loves, loves watching that. That's always a thing. It's actually on the second this year. Only oh. because uh, January 1st, New Year's Day is NFL Sunday. So the NHL doesn't want to try and compete with the NFL for, for all, the, all that viewership. And, you know, that fair play sense. to them. They realize they're not as big as the NFL, so... But January 2nd at 12 o'clock our time, so 2 o'clock Eastern time, um, where the game will be taking place, 
the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Boston Bruins are going head to head. And and what should be a very good game? Sidney Crosby going against Bergeron. Um, it is at Fenway Park in Boston, so Boston will be the home team. Damn. But that that'll be a, that'll be a very exciting game uh, when yeah. it happens, and I'm sure everyone will will be watching that one because it's you know some it's, it's a Monday. Most a lot of people are still on their Christmas holidays, so it's a game you you don't want to miss. It's the only NHL game on at the time. It's like you don't got unless there's a crazy World Junior game going on, which very well could be, but mm-hmm. you know it's uh, yeah that that's something to look forward to at least though. Right on. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of big stuff coming up. A lot of news in the world of sport, eh? I, uh, I would say so. What a time to be a fan. Um, yeah, and we kind of talked about. Do you just want to kind of do like a, a 2022 uh, wrap up kind of review of the the yeah. whole sports world? Yeah, I was, I kind of, I was trying to think the whole episode of like if we had any year end, like who's who's been the clown of the year. Do you have some year-end awards to hand out? Yeah, like, that's a thing. I would say... Yeah. Ah, let's... Yeah, like... When you think of clowns, like, we've we've had a lot. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of good clowns that have brought us lots of fun. Like, I, I say think, AB like, is the clown. Go, of the I was going to say, do you go try to, like, do you just... It's got to be AB, I think. It's got to be AB. I think it has to be. Um, In your opinion... You have to pick one guy. Who is your oh, yeah. GOAT of 2022? It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Because there's a lot, a lot of sports to pick from. Lots of, uh, lot, lot of guys. If you, wanna, if you want, I can go first. And then Sam Bankman-Fried. <laughs> go to 2022. If you want, I can go first, and you can tell me if you agree or not. No, I I told I said mine. Is that is that who you're going with? Sam Bankman-Fried. Okay. The FTX guy. <laughs> I think it's I think it's got to be Lionel Messi. Okay, so you you went serious? Yeah, no, definitely Lionel. I, I think Messi. after the World Cup, the other guy. It was I was toying between the two. I would almost say Leon Edwards. Okay. Because you know what? All the hype around Usman for as much as it was, it was like, he's unstoppable, he can't be beat. And you know what? Edwards said, fuck it, look what I can do, and shocked the entire world with, with one nasty head kick. So I, I was tossing up between the two, but I think I got to go with Messi because he, like... He put on a huge performance in the World Cup, scoring, I'm pretty sure, every game. Scored two goals in the, the World Cup game. And he, mm-hmm. I, think he, I think he finally ended the, the debate between him and Ronaldo on who's the, the GOAT. Oh, for sure. Speaking of GOAT, though, um, we should say uh, that, that Pele did pass away the other day, who was the original GOAT of, uh, of, of soccer. But you can look at it the way of, like... Uh, Pele, he was uh, the Brazilian. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I just heard that passed away but, recently. But it, you know, and it's, I believe Maradona also passed away this year, who was the, the big guy from, from Argentina. But then you look mm-hmm. at it like, you know, Messi kind of finally now 
in today's world cemented himself as the goat as you know the world loses Pele. So it's kind of like uh, I don't I don't want like I don't want to like say it's like oh you know it's a good thing, but it's just kind of one of those things where it kind of lines up type of thing, you know? Almost a trading in the baton. Yeah, that yeah, that's the exact thing I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, the mm. the new goat comes in as the the former one leaves the and and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know what? I'm I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd give him that as goat of the year for sure. Um, Who would you say is your sports? Any any team in the world? Who's your sports team of the year? Mm, I'm trying to think who who's won some big. This this one's I think is a little is a little tougher because there's a lot of teams you could choose. Yeah, I'm trying to think like who won the last MLB championship? Who won the last? Like I'm I'm trying oh, to. Oh, we're think not about... doing MLB. We're not we're not putting the Astros in there. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, we, I we, forgot we don't about we don't condone cheaters. True. No, no. I'm I agree with you. Um. No, that's fair. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Tricky. It's tricky. Who's yours? Did you have one when you asked this, or were you? I was. You set me up for failure. No, I was debating because I was thinking, I was originally gonna go with the Bengals. Okay. For their miraculous playoff run and almost being one play away from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I'm going to go to the NHL and I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay. You know what they won back to back? I was going to see them at first. Cups. I wasn't sure. Yeah. They won back to back cups. They ended up losing this year to the Colorado Avalanche. But a team that won two straight Stanley Cups, uh, much like when Pittsburgh won their cups back to back, was heavily contributed to by their third line that put up lots of goals loved to they they would hit scrap play on the penalty kill they lost all three of them Mm. and they still went on to make the stanley cup finals a third time which they ended up losing but i don't i don't think you can't you just can't take away from what what that that team has done like three cup final appearances in a row is is damn impressive, and they're still a good team this year. They're twenty two, eleven, and one. Like they're still yeah. locked tight into a playoff spot. So I would say the Tampa Bay Lightning is uh, is my my twenty twenty two team. Go team of the year. Well, I you know I think yeah. that's a good one. I like it. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I Could agree. have said the Rams, but look at them this year. They fucking suck. But that's um, not the truth. Um. I don't, is there any other awards you wanna you wanna give out? Yeah, I couldn't really think of any. I think that kind of. I have one more I would like to put in. Okay. Podcast co-host of the year, I am given to Will the Thrill Call. Oh, and I'd like to split that award with Brandon, the best pound for pound slap boxer in all of West Lethbridge, Corbiel. I appreciate that, buddy. I'm glad to share the award with you. I'll make we'll make up a nice little trophy. Won't mean shit to anyone else, but it'll mean a lot to us. Mean a lot to us. The most to us means really, really. It's all, it's it's just for us. Yeah, but 
you know, I think all in all, 2022 was a, a great year for sports. I think, well, I mean, probably the best World Cup game ever, that final. In my opinion, the greatest Grey Cup final game ever. Um, amazing Super Bowl game. A great Stanley Cup final. You've got the, the young up-and-coming Avalanche versus the, the, the dynasty Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, the NBA, you know, the, the Golden State Warriors go from champions to bottom of the league to now back up to champions. MLB, yeah. despite everyone hating on them and accusing them of cheaters, they didn't cheat this year, but you know the Astros went on to, we'll to win it again. in a few years. Actually, yeah, we'll give it a couple years, but for now, we'll give credit where credit's due to them. Um, but just a honestly, just a great, great year for for sports fans in general. Really? I think. No, it really was a great year for sports um, fans. Even the the when the World Juniors was canceled last year, um, at this time, and they replayed it in in August. Amazing mm-hmm. gold medal game. Canada's up two nothing. Finland takes it to overtime. Finland has an empty net. Canadian captain McTavish bats the puck out of the air straight down onto the goal line. Keeps it out. A minute later, Canada scores to win. Like That was a phenomenal game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, some of the biggest sports games ever happened in, in 2022. So. Yeah, even, in, even in, you know, at UFC, some of some big upsets happen. Uh, Huge upsets. Like, just incredible um tiger woods made his return to um the pga tour played in the masters didn't do very good mm-hmm. but we did we did get the return of tiger um, the return of tiger rory mcelroy uh mounts a huge comeback to win the 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 championship in the end like you know yeah just yeah a- any sport you can think of just phenomenal phenomenal stuff jake paul yeah you know, doing his thing in boxing. <laughs> like not not even really Patreon, just fucking then yeah, doing his thing, I guess. <laughs> but no, yeah, just crazy. Crazy stuff. Crazy, no, it really is. And I think we've got a lot of good stuff to to look forward to. Um oh off the top of my head, Alex Ovechkin passed Gordy Howe a couple of days ago. So he's now the in second place in the all-time uh, goals list in the NHL, he's creeping up on Gretzky. Yeah, that's a little scary. Yeah, so, that is a little scary for sure. For many great things to to come up in the next uh, in 2023 for for all things sports, which mm-hmm. we will cover everything. Maybe not everything, but most things. Hey, Brandon. Yep. I want to find out where we're covering it, but what what if I don't only listen to us or want more content than just Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts? Where can I find us? Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked because I only know two of them off the top of my head, so I hope and you know, know the, the other, other two. two. You can find us on Instagram at P-G-O show, the letters P-G-O and then the word show. You can also find us over on TikTok, where Elon Musk is no longer running the show there, at PG Overtime. That's the letter PG and then the word Overtime. You meant Twitter. What did I say? TikTok. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. Yeah, Twitter. Well, maybe Elon Musk will take over TikTok. Who knows? But yeah, no. Twitter. TikTok. PG Overtime. And TikTok is, same as Instagram, PGO Show. And hop over on the YouTube where you can find us at Post Game Overtime, Post Game One Word. 
I think that concludes 2022 from uh, the PGO team here. Sure does, yeah. Uh, give it's us been an absolute pleasure. Off. Pardon? Give us one final big send-off here for all, for all our fans. So we really appreciate all of you uh, tuning in to every episode and, and giving us uh, support. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, thank you to everyone. Um, so hopefully so much more to come in 2023. Uh, 22 has been a huge year for the podcast, us kind of discovering our legs and our voice um, after leaving radio. Um, yeah. So this has been awesome for us. And uh, yeah, and we really, we thank everyone who who followed us over or who has just started following us now. Um and uh, and we hope for you to keep following us as we we learn this podcast game better and uh and we think there's way more to come i look forward to it thanks so much for listening <laughs> we'll see you next year <laughs> thanks to everyone for listening one final